This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, but a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Looks like uh, someone left us a gift here. History was just made, by the way. We'll talk about that, of course. Can't deny that. And then we'll talk about other stuff. <laughs> no, it's pretty huge. McCarthy is out. And uh, SG left us a gift here on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon in October. Absolutely stunning outside. Trying to see if my, my apparatus is working today. We had a little uh, issue yesterday that... But that's taken care of right now. So we're streaming on Facebook uh, live as, as we speak right now. And uh, without further delay, get into a Tuesday show. No one's coming in. Uh, but before I get to the McCarthy story, you're going to be hearing about this forever. Just, just when we, you know, have a lot of traction, you know, out, out there. Um, you know, Menendez gets caught with 500 grand in his pockets. Uh, another guy pulls a fire alarm. Joe Biden down by nine points. Uh, and next, you know, Matt gets uh, pulls off uh, a rebellion and wins, and he, he pulls it off. No matter which what you say about Matt Getz, uh, the man has made a, a name for himself, and I believe he's damaged goods uh, because of what happened. Let me just make sure this is loud enough. What what happened to him and the accusations just uh, a year or two ago when they were claiming that he was part of some type of uh, prostitution ring with his college buddies or something. And as it was discovered, nothing became of it. But I, I think he was always a, a cocky guy. He looks like a modern-day Max Headroom. Got the big burr. And, uh, but he said when, when, uh, when they, they went through countless number of votes for, for McCarthy back, back when, and uh, he was orchestrating that along with the crazy woman from Colorado. And he said, listen, and, and I heard him in interviews. We're going to be watching him. And it's been nine months since then, and McCarthy uh, screwed up this whole uh, uh, government closure thing collapsed based on at least what Getz and others say, and uh, he was voted out today. So we're without a, uh, a Speaker of the House. So where do we go from there? All the experts will come out and say, well, the amendments say this, as if you knew that up until today. But this is where we're at. We don't have a Speaker of the House. And McCarthy's probably like, he's probably good riddance. En enough with you. All right, let's go to the, f uh, someone was there. I'm sorry. Listen, you know, when you're calling on the phone, Typically, it's, you know, it's our friend, you know, the, the, the perpetual uh, city council uh, uh, candidate, Jason Trainer. And Jason, if it wasn't you, I'm sorry for throwing you under the bus, but something tells me it was. And if you want to call in right now, Jason, by all means. Um, the McCarthy story, obviously, will, will, is just, just happening. So we want to talk about local stuff. I know SG was in today. I'm looking at the book that he dropped off, apparently for either me or whatever. One has my name on it. It's a nice uh, placard, but 
but SG wrote the word, my name, and his uh, SG. I could see his SG, you know, signing it SG, but he has to put my name on there. It says, it's a, it's a tin sign. Everyone is entitled to their own ridiculous opinion, SG, with my big, big-ass name in the top. Hi, you're on the Navy. You're on the air. You're in the Navy, too. Yeah, I want, I want to uh, say something about SG today. Yeah. I think these are all against them. You guys are the idiots. How so, call and yeah. show that people can talk. He's cut them off, and then one of your callers, your okay callers, calls in and says, "Why do you let that idiot talk a whole hour?" Graham never said nothing to him for calling another caller an idiot. No, no. Well, you he called, called me an idiot. one of them politicians a fat pig the other day. I did. Yeah, you did. I forget the guy. He was a governor of New Jersey oh, or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, fat bastard. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yes, you did. Yeah. Like, I think they're terrible, and I think all your stations got problems. 103.1, don't know what time of the day it is. <laughs> they're always five or six money, uh, minutes off. Always. Hmm. That's and bad when you're making a bet. I could discuss, but I guess I'll wait. No, no, Louie, there's no one on the phone. Go for it. What else? What do you think about what? last night's council? I mean, or do we dare even go there? Or is it no, just I didn't, talk I about didn't us? Hear it. I didn't listen to it or nothing. Oh, oh well, that's good. So, what else about the uh, community broadcasters? One, you know, it's not, you're on a roll, Louie. Go for it. Well, like I said, they're 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 uh, uh, discriminative, <laughs> terrible. They let the people talk that want to talk. Uh, then if you have a celebrity on, you can talk the whole f- uh, 60 minutes on uh, your show. Who's that? Who's it? I haven't had a celebrity on in two years. What, what celebrity are you talking about other than Tommy well, John? I don't know. Somebody that's important to your station. So who am I cutting? I, is this more, not, not to throw Jeff under the bus, but sometimes he will, like I referenced Jeff too. I said, Jeff might be talking to the Messiah. He might be talking to Jesus Christ himself, but say, listen, sir, I got to go. And then take a 20 minute call from Samantha. So yes. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> not that's to throw Jeff under the bus. <laughs> any, 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 uh, uh. He's always talking about, oh, everybody wants free money. Everybody wants free money. This is Jeff Graham himself. Yeah, well, he's uh, right. We all like free money. Uh, uh, get all you can get. Mm-hmm. Well, he got some. He yeah, got a lot some. of people did. Okay. Yeah, we, a lot of people you know, did. Yeah, I didn't. Jeff Graham, for what? What did you get it for? But, but Louis. Yeah, if the lost. Yeah, yeah and, he, and he's got two apartments upstairs that he rents, and he's got two jobs, and he got $25,000. Free because of the he had a hard time during COVID and uh, Morrison's Furniture Store they got tw- I think it was twenty five it could have been ten yeah Morrison's got twenty five thousand they had a hard time too they did they couldn't sell any furniture Louis I, come on it was it was an ins- I mean it was a means of uh, stabilizing it wasn't fair entirely but uh, the people who didn't do it like you and me uh, I, I didn't even I, and at that time I was in transition I couldn't even get unemployment at the time so I was frustrated with you too Louis but let's get let's yeah. stay away from the Jeff Graham show. Okay, uh, okay, uh, then uh, let's get back to, uh, to uh, <laughs> uh, more discrimination and yeah. uh, uh, fraud in this country, or everybody. Yeah. Uh, Morrison's Furniture Store. I called up once, I said, how can Morrison's Furniture Store be six stories high and, and uh, have an assessment so low? Hmm. Oh, 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 that, that, that's not, that's just a, a storage, that's just upstairs storage. Hmm. Well, now they advertise every day, come down to Forest Morrison's, we got six floors of furniture, uh, stop I, in. Well, well I mean, so, sometimes businesses, especially long-existing legacy businesses, uh, do catch breaks because, you know, just... 
Just that's just the way it is, Louis. But Louis, there's so many other things that we should be upset about. Why are you upset about what what who who gets what uh, during a time when everybody was getting something during COVID? But but the mayor, the ex mayor of Watertown, for, for but he wasn't out of business. No, he wasn't. But he wasn't that, making well. He's the same guy. He's the same guy that ran the lottery when the lottery was shut down. Oh didn't boy! Don't do nothing to him. Geez, that was an. I mean, who could who could remember that? If, if, despite the fact that that was this century, you might as well say that was a hundred years ago, Louis. I mean, I get yeah, well, it. Well, I'm, well, I'm almost a hundred years old anyway, so I can remember <laughs> it still. Well, I mean, you and me both. Like we can go back and remember all all the stuff. I, I have a history here. I know all that stuff. I go back to the days of Carl Amelon who I believe passed away, if I'm not mistaken. Someone mentioned that. Uh, but, uh, all right, well, so, just, yeah. We'll work on the clock on Magic 103. That's, that's... Oh, in, I called him about it. I yeah. called him about it. I said, 103.1, you give the wrong time every day. <laughs> and she says, well, I just checked it, and it was all right. Okay. We use the clock and the right. watch from Bluto, from Animal but, House. Uh, but, uh, like I said, you listen to or let somebody listen to one hundred three point one, and you, uh, they never got the time right. I mean, how hard is that? But uh, Louis, actually, you know, it's funny that you should say that because the uh, the time and temperature was a feature that was here over seventeen years ago by way of computer. Yeah. And Dave Mance was here. He was the first, and he was the voice of our of uh, original uh, artificial intelligence. The temperature is forty five degrees. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, that was back in the day. So we'll try harder, just like Avis did. Uh, okay. All right. Well, but Louis, then again, I I think uh, G is a decent person. Yes. Well, why do you, and, and by you the way, very decent. I've met him two or three times, and I I really like the guy. He's my wife. I don't know why anybody would be against him. He wanted the visual of, of handcuffs last night too to show how far he would go for the dog park. <laughs> and he's going to sue yeah. the city as of tomorrow. And he's no well, longer friends with give, Cliff Only. You got to give him credit for trying, don't you? <laughs> trying. The guy hasn't quit. My God. Trying. You know, yeah. Elvis Presley tried harder than he did, and look what happened to him. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Louis, you got All me right. going. I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you, Louis. You're welcome. Thank you. I'll right. talk to him. That's uh, that's Louis. At first, I thought it was going to be some reference to uh, to yesterday's show because you know I was getting some some feedback. Uh, not necessarily people texting or calling me, which is interesting. Um, I, I think I think f- people felt like I was a wounded bear or something yesterday with a freaking trap on my foot. So they kind of stayed away. And again, that's nothing uncommon. I'm I'm pretty much a private guy, other than what I do right here. But uh, yesterday was you know somewhat contentious. Um, you know, I'm friends with Lefty. I was upset with him. Then of course you know uh, Northside calls in and he he's waiting for the moment to throw salt on the wounds and I I I, I reacted to that, but uh, you know I, again it's, it happens and I'm sorry about that. Let's go to the phones. Higher in the air. Hey Glenn, what's going? On? I have a couple questions. Jason Trainer. When can I get in the office and do my radio ad? Uh oh right, uh, you're in the campaign. You're the write-in. Um, Jason Trainer is looking for Jason. Can I just can I speak to you out loud, please? Please? Yes. Okay. Because someone's going to criticize me for saying this. But, Jason, do me a favor. And Jim Levin's going to throw me off a cliff here in a little bit for saying this. But save your money, Jason. Save your money. Your ad is right here. Your ad is talking to me, which legally I'm not supposed to do. I'm with the, I'm with the, the, the window of, of Election Day on, on November 8th. And you, as a qualified yet unqualified candidate because you're a write-in, I technically shouldn't be talking to you. But this is the, the time for people, this is your opportunity, 
cool you're all about, which you've been doing on and off now for since I got back here. Uh, so well, you're already spending money just by calling in, and this is why you didn't get more than 70 votes last time. Jason, save your money. The field is too no. big. I'm sorry. I have to give you some tough love. Other people lost, too, that spent some serious money you spent money to. I don't want you to invest money. You, like so many other people that want to get into politics, are worth more in, in gold but for not entering any race. Just be an advocate. I saw you there last night. Ben Schoen was there last night. Dr. Kimball was in front of him. Looks like they were exchanging notes. These are the guys. That's our new council. And uh, this is the way it is. I, I understand what you're saying, Glenn, but I will take my own advice and still do the radio. And my wife says the same thing. But again... Here's what I wanted to say. I have some new ideas. Yeah. And also, I don't have friends and family. So these four candidates, if they go through the same mindset and they have paybacks, last night was very disgusting. Yeah. Because now we have to pay for the storage of the golf carts. What are you going to do? Last year, they were out in the snow. You got I mean, that's just, that's capital improvement. You got to do something. Plus, Ken Mix, along with uh, Wheeler, Scott Wheeler, knew someone that they trusted. It's $1,200. Uh, Cliff made a big deal about it. And then he said it wasn't a big deal, but he wasted 20 minutes on it anyway. And Ken Mix barely looked at him because he's retiring in a couple of months. God bless him. Um, so, but, so you got to look at, you got to spend money to, to, that wasn't being spent before. What, what was happening before all this ha- uh, was purchased was those golf carts were sitting out in the snow with the previous owner. You can't do that. I mean, you could. I mean, most of them are electric anyway. A lot of them are leased for big events and not even on the uh, premises. That, uh, Watertown uh, has to lease it. For- Think of that expense. And do we put that out the bid? Of course not. We're not going to do that. We know and trust the well, people that we do business well, with. I, and it's the I, same I, thing I, with I, the storage. But- the big, but 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 Jason, 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 stop. The big story is, is it favoritism or like as in what the mayor was talking about yesterday? Uh, I wash your your hand, you wash mine type thing with these allegations of of uh, a bribery, alleged bribery going on to find out who is creating the meme page. That's the big story. Let me let me answer your question. Yes, when you have friends and family, when you. Uh, no business people. I'm not saying anyone in particular, but when you know people that have a lot of money, yes, there will be corruption. Yes, there <laughs> will be bad deals. Always. But when you have someone like me that that doesn't want any of that in my campaign, I guarantee you, for my own heart, there he is. that will not happen with me. I, I know. But, and, and Jason, I got to go on because, like I said, you, I, you, that was more than a one-minute ad, and people will make decisions based on what they're hearing right now right, and amongst other I conversations. In, I really uh, I, I'll, I'll call you uh, tomorrow. How's that sound? Okay? All right. I got to go. All right. Thanks, Jason. Right. Jason's, uh, Jason's not running. There you go. Hi, you're in the air. Hello. Hey, what's happening? Hey, I'm just coming down now West Main Street under Van Dusey Bridge today, and I've seen all these homeless people. They had mattresses laying there on the side of the road. Nice. Condoms. Stuff in there. In front, I, I just seen a picture Lefty had on there. They're in front of his business, sitting on the side of the road when the cops came. But yeah, we got to do something with these people one way or the other. I mean, well, I, I look at it this way. First of all, they're going. I mean, we're going to start getting a mix of the people that you observe today, and I'm and I guarantee you, by but I'm going to say quicker than sooner than you think. Beautiful weather right now. It's still August up here. But in the next right. couple of weeks, New York City's going to have to make a decision. I'm not saying they're coming to Watertown right away, but they got to make a decision. And they're not going to put them in other states like Jersey, Connecticut, or Pennsylvania. They're going to send them up here. 
So those people are going to have to fight for those shoreline mattresses there. Uh, so it's, this isn't going away. It only gets worse. It's a mixture of people that don't want to get off drugs. Most of them are white. Then they're going to be mixed up with other people from other countries, God knows where. And it's just, it's just, it, we're, we're, we're turning into Soylent Green. Uh, and by the way, Soylent Green uh, di- was, di- was supposed to, do you remember that movie with Charlton Heston and Edward G. Robinson? I don't know if you remember that movie. Early 70s sci- sci-fi flick. Uh, and it's depicted, by the way, in, in, in the year 2022. I mean, when we were kids, when you think of, like, wow, you tell, boy, we're going to be so advanced in the year 2022. And, and look at us today. We're arguing over whether or not a, fi- a 12-year-old should have puberty blockers. It's amazing. It's just right. it's amazing what's going on. Well, uh, I haven't heard from you, Rich. You, you don't sound the same. You sound like you have a cold or something, or you got a nasal well, issue. Well, I, I had, um, I had um, a paint poisoning. What? Yeah, paint poisoning from, I sprayed, I was down to Linda's, and I sprayed the hood on my car. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a mask, so I just, I didn't have my mask. I had everything ready to go, so I threw on a, a handkerchief, and I've been on steroids for six weeks now. Wow. Jeez, yeah, I'm getting, I, I'm getting better though. Yeah, and how's better. your eyesight? My God, jeepers! Oh, the left falling apart. Uh, better or worse? Um, about the same. All right, okay. Well, because yeah, it just seems going to get better. That's for sure. Well, because I see you having fun on on Facebook. You're out with the ladies. You're still doing the band thing in uh, one night stand or something. I don't know. Maybe you're going back in time. I have no idea. No, yeah, yeah, you're just seeing. Um, some of the old stuff there, yeah. Yeah, because I, so I, I, I'm basically I'm basically with Linda now, so. All right. Well, that's um, awesome. Calming it down a little bit. Well, that's good. Well, we're getting at that age, um, you know, especially with the. I, the I'm over that age, brother. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not over that age. You're not over that age. You still got it, and, and that's. Your... Well, I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, this homeless thing is. It's starting to look like uh, Portland, Maine, when I was up there. People were in front of the storefronts, sleeping bags. Right. Uh, Unbelievable. Right. Well, and looking like Gloucester fishermen. <laughs> Sorry. Patriots know, Farm it's... remembers. <clears throat> well, listen, one thing you can hope you can hope for, Rich, this is what you can yeah. hope for. Hope that you're not underneath the Van Doozy Bridge in a dirty mattress. Well, guess what? Like today when I went down to pay my rent, they said, uh, Richard, your rent's not. I said, well, you guys put in a light bulb, and it was $2 for the light bulb. I go, I wanted to write you a check for the light bulb. Hmm. Because they won't take cash, you know what I mean? So. Oh, my God. Um, she goes, oh, no, you got a credit. She goes, your run's not due until January 1st. Hmm. I don't worry about that. I, I prepare myself for the future. I Wait, uh, why? why is this, is this I've never a ma- been in that situation where I'm homeless or poor, and I'm, I'm, I'll be damned if I will be either. So. Well, good, because you manage your money. I'm assuming you're getting some yeah. type of Social Security, and God bless you for that. But not uh, the people that these people that are living under the Van Dusey Bridge are a lot younger than you and I. And their future is, is is bleak to say the least. And well, you know, my my uncle had uh, glidoprophy sharing at Pennsylvania in the community bank of Watertown. He died, but yeah, I planned my money in the past, so I'm ready for the future. All right, there you go. Thank God for your for your for your uncle for giving you that uh, stupid. That's not stupid. You know what I mean? Right. No, I understand. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, good good hearing from you, Rich. Hope, hopefully, everything yeah. gets better. And uh, yeah, and fine. what's what's the deal with paying a two dollar? I don't get. With with a check, it costs like eighty cents just to process a check. That it doesn't make any sense, but that's me. And it's not rich. It's the, it's the bureaucracy of whatever his you know whatever's going on in his life. All right, so let's do this. Let's do a break. Uh, you're listening to the Live at Five show on perhaps one of the most beautiful October days I've ever seen. And uh, we'll be back right after this. Roof looking older than you are. Orange is contracting. The people who call you back. <laughs> 
Welcome back. It's uh, 5.30, almost 5.30 here on, on the Tuesday, October 3rd. Uh, my brother's birthday tomorrow, and of course it's the anniversary. Oh, sorry, that's German. Sputnik was launched on October 4th, 1957. I know that because my brother always talked about it. He was born on the same day. Uh, and that's tomorrow. Anyway, but today, another historic day today, uh, and most of you already know this, uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy voted out, out, uh, by, of course, Getz, Matt Getz and his, and his uh, posse. Uh, they warned him nine months ago, and uh, they didn't like what was going on, and uh, he was voted out this afternoon, moments before this show began. As they report here on Mail Online, sensationally ousted as Speaker of the House, an historic vote sparked by a tumultuous civil war in the Republican Party. So where does it go from here? Does that mean Jim Jordan, the guy who doesn't want to be Speaker of the House? Who's better suited, like Jason Trainer is, to be an outsider looking in, or you know, a chairman, uh, as opposed to the actual House. Sometimes it's be, it's best to see first and not be first. It's it, it it's you get a lot more done. No one's watching you as much, especially a guy like Matt Getz. You think of it's like, well, if Matt Getz is orchestrating this and essentially convincing others to do the same, just nine months in historically, wouldn't Matt Getz be the guy in line? I said, no, because there's a lot of people who can't stand Matt Getz. And yet he still turned, turned the tides here on, on McCarthy. McCarthy I liked. I try to like him. But where do you go from here? I mean, I really, where do you go? What do you give him to, to uh, what was it, Jeffers or Jeffries on the, other, on the minority side? Because wasn't it, was, was, didn't Matt Getz give him support back, back earlier this year? This, that, that was a, a twist. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, Glenn, I I saw something funny on uh, News Junkie yesterday, an article yeah. from Lisa Ruggiero mm-hmm. saying that she got new signs and she had to order signs because people were stealing all her signs. Wow. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's on News Junkie. All right. I, I must got have... A new, got a new load in, got a new group of signs and showing the signs and Right. People were stealing them. Huh. Then, of course, you had to have, you know, somebody in the article say, yeah, they, they stole the sign off my property. And, and well, what a joke she is. I'm sorry. Are you saying she you don't you, you, you don't believe She's that? She's running scared. You, are you saying you don't believe that story? No. Okay. No, I don't believe it. Hmm. No. It's just another political ploy. Yeah. She's well, trying to, she, you know, um, trying to insinuate certain people were stealing her signs. Yeah, so I, I'm reading this. Councilman Lisa Ruggiero, I've received more sign requests, so I've been out installing them. Uh, that doesn't mention this. The th- so I'll have to look at that article later. But I, I have to say this. I'm glad you brought this up because a lot of things to talk about today, thank, you know, the, on a national scale. But more importantly, what happened last night in City Hall. Uh, w, you know, a syndicated program is not going to talk about that. But Councilwoman Ruggiero went on and on last night about the meme page and that exchange between she and Mayor Smith. And Mayor Smith at that point said, you know, you want me to divulge information to a guy as part of a bribe, the same guy that owes the city in excess of six figures in terms of taxes. And that that exchange went back and forth. But for the main part, part of that was or big part of it was Lisa complaining about the meme page and that Jeff knows the origins of it but won't give in. And then at one point there was an exchange between her and Sarah Campo-Pierce, 
And Sarah had to remind her that I, I no, if you're inferring that I work with other people, part of this whole quote unquote mean girl group, I am not because I'm not, which is a reference to someone we know, by the way. But nonetheless, she had to tell Lisa, who didn't know for whichever reason that that uh, Sarah Campo does not, in fact, work at Channel 7, hasn't worked there for over two months. So that exchange right there last night was a big, big chunk of last night's city council, not to mention SG and what happened before that. But uh, wow, what a! But but it gets back to what you were saying. I I argue that the stuff that Lisa's got on Facebook right now, those ads, they're very polished. There is a consultant in the house. There's a dynamic difference between Lisa and those posts. And and there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. People hire consulting firms either out of New York, Syracuse, Rochester, and they they give her a whole new image. Part of that could be, A, you're being outnumbered by the Sarah Campo Pierce signs all throughout the city. It's almost like four to one. I mean, you've got to admit, it's, it's a, there's a lot more Sarah signs out there. So instead of c- coming up with more signs and spending thousands of dollars because you're late in the race, let's do this. Let's say there's been stolen signs out there. That's not why you're not seeing them. Again, it's a hypothetical. But are you thinking that yourself, my friend? Oh, yeah. That, to me... You know, I could be off the wall on this, but to me, it's just another political ad insinuating Sarah's people were stealing her signs, and it's poor Lisa. Hmm. That's all to me. I mean, when I see it, that's all I see. You know, right. somebody stole her signs, and she had to buy new ones. Hmm. Oh, poor, poor Lisa. And those ads, as far as I'm concerned, don't give give her any more light than what's before. We all know what her and the Gang of Three did to this city. So, as far as I'm concerned, she can put all the ads she wants. It doesn't give me any more light about her. As far as, you know, you people say, well, she's nice, he's nice, and he's nice. They're not nice. They might be nice to your face, but what they've done to this city, I won't forget. Hmm. And we are running out of cash from all these things that they did. And what's going to happen? It's going to go to the very small group of people that pay taxes in this city. You know, and there's a few people, there's one person running that's in the same boat. And they're all big spenders. And eventually they will be to us Got because it. we're running out. Gotcha. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you, my friend. Well, again, it's you know, again. There's always a strategy in, in politics. It's not always clean. It's not always right. And that's why we say, oh, it's money. War-. I mean, again, it's uh, what are they throwing? It's a dirty campaign. Although that was one of those races. In fact, when I first moved up here, I missed this. Uh, but it was um, oh jeepers, he, I'm just I'm drawing a blank here. But it was John Kennedy that ran against. The patriarch of Watertown, I'm just forgetting his name at the moment. He just passed away. I'm sorry, I have a brain issue right now. But uh, they, they had just run for uh, a mayoral race, I believe in 1987 or somewhere thereabouts. And I just missed, maybe 88, and the campaign at which. Uh, but I, I'll never forget that. I said, oh boy, that was a really, that was an ugly race. They were throwing all types of stuff at each other. So it's nothing new. I mean, it's been going on way before the 80s. But sometimes you got to say a little bit. you got to twist a couple of things just so you can catch up. It's like, wow, it looks like you're losing the sign race. Well, there's a reason for that. A lot of them are stolen. 
Oh, okay. I believe you. I'm a Democrat. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, Glenn. Yeah. Oh, that was Tom Walker. Tom, thank you. I, you know, I know it's Tom Walker, but it's just one of those moments where you just, I'm sorry, Mr. Tom Walker, and he that ran against, very, yeah. Very close race. Uh, Mr. Kennedy got in the uh, fire department's pocket because they wanted to shut a fire department down, if you remember, and Mayor Walker did not. The fire department was knee-deep in that election, way <laughs> over the top, in my opinion. That's what I remember about it. Yeah. Was, uh, they wanted to shut one of the fire departments down. Hmm. And uh, John Kennedy was knee-deep with the fire department on that issue. My memory serves me right. Interesting. Very close race. Yeah. And he owned a, an optometrist place. Yes, he, he did. Family. I believe he passed away not that long ago. But what I'm calling about, Glenn, yesterday we got some good news. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you were. The little girl that was found yes, alive. Yes, yes. The nine-year-old. Uh, yeah. Just great news for uh, everybody around this area and probably nationwide if you have a child that's taken. Mm-hmm. But I want to know this guy, this guy's background. Mm-hmm. I want this guy out of society. Yeah, he I is. I don't want some bleeding heart lawyer trying to get this bastard back on the street. No. Because of mental health issues. We can't let children be taken off riding their bike by yeah. some... You know what I mean, Glenn? Yeah, no. And by the way, upsetting. he's a white guy, so they're definitely going to put him and keep him in jail. Thank God. Animal. Yeah, he's a I'm mess. I'm familiar with his background, but these are the kind of people... Right. That are in society, very dangerous people. That's what I'm talking about. You have to be very careful with your children. If you're on the street, make sure there's somebody with them, another child or an older adult child, right. brother or sister. You know, a little girl riding a bike, we can't let that happen. No, in of course country. not. No. And I could tell you stories that raise your hair on, the, on these kind of things, Glenn. Hey, I look, I, I see, I, I live in a... about it during the dinner hours. No, 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 I get it, I get it. Because, I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine about this, about opportunity. And yes. I, I see, like, for instance, I don't see it a lot, but I see it enough. Like, a couple of weeks ago, I saw this, like, this girl couldn't have been older than five years old, riding what looked to be not necessarily an adult bike, but a bike that's probably too big for her. And she's with her older brother that, you know, for the most part is just at the age to be riding by himself as it is. You know what I'm saying? My mom didn't let me cross the street until I was in the fifth grade uh, on Alicia's. I could go to school uh, in fourth grade, but I couldn't cross the street any other time. So I come from this, the, the early versions of helicopter parents. My mom really d- took care of me. Uh, but very, I, da- I, very dangerous people uh, uh, around the street. Da- but no, she was more concerned. Things, I'm full of crap. Uh, well, no, no, no. But, about the city streets than I do. I lived here my whole but, life, but hear, for God's sakes. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm the, telling you, there are some bad people. There are. But my point is opportunity. Why is it this five-year-old with her brother riding around in the middle of Academy Street in a bike that she doesn't even fit on? Absolutely There's no parents correct. around. Absolutely. That's opportunity. And someone time, sees that. Parents aren't raising their children anymore. That's another thing. They're all both working. Their children are in the care of, of a babysitter. Themselves. Or Themselves. You know I mean? Yeah, I know. Now, I know exactly. When I grew up, Glenn, it was a hell of a different story. Well, of course it was. Yeah. We didn't even concern ourselves. That's when adults beat the crap out of us, and we, we couldn't say anything about it. Nah, that just was kidding. just a great relief finding out that little girl's all right, and she's safe. And yes. She must have been so scared. But, right. but I want this guy... I want to throw the book at this guy. I don't care. No, nah, he will. I mean? He'll get it. He's, he's done. And, and hopefully they'll put him in the general population, and he'll be really done. But listen, okay, I got Glenn, Thank you, my friend. Lot. Thank you. Yeah, I, that was uh, down in the Saratoga. I don't know, somewhere down in the Albany area. It can happen anywhere, though. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? Uh, I, your last caller? Yeah. Said that uh, the, the one guy was in knee-deep with the fire department? 
Uh, Guess what? I'm a 37-year veteran right. of the city of Watertown Fire Department. Oh, yeah. Right. You were there. Yeah, I was there. Mm-hmm. No, he was not in our pocket. He was fighting for us. Oh, well, I think that's what he meant. He was, he was, he was with you. He was fighting with you, for you, Canada. Yeah, but now he, we're, he was knee deep in our pocket. Well, maybe a bad, maybe not the right word, word, use of words. But what he, what I thought he meant was that he was in favor of of the fire department. It was a big issue in that campaign against uh, uh, Tom Walker. But he, this guy, that guy, yeah. Absolutely hates the city of Watertown Fire Department. Oh well, oh well, that's okay. Hopefully, that's, his house doesn't catch fire if he lives in the city. Well, I mean, that's a nasty thing to to remark, is it not? I mean, no, th- I'm sorry, but no, we're we're still go there. That's okay. You Apparently, know, I've had so many people say that I we were taking money out of their taxpayers' pockets. Right. You know, I've put up with it for 37 years. Well, that's that's another thing. It, it was. Thirty-six years ago, when all that happened with Kennedy, and and, and both both people are have passed, you know, so we can, you know, you know what I'm saying. We don't need to bring that back. It was just a re, re, and for for why he doesn't like the fire department, I have no idea. But um, because we are taking so many tax dollars out, and we sit around all day long and don't do anything. Let me put it this way: Yes, I agree that I'm. I was making great pay when I was not. In the state, when I was in the station, but we were training, we were getting educated. You were we there. Were you were there. We paid. Yeah. But the whole yeah. thing is, is that when my happy butt was going in the front door right. of a fully engulfed structure, right? I wanted a million dollars. Well, of course, yeah. You, Rachel Zegler. So you know, it pays. It the pay was, was great. I did it for thirty-seven years. Well, God bless you. And but I appreciate. I, I like understand. He says that he was in our pocket. Well, maybe he was. <laughs> I mean, I don't, who knows? Sounds no, like he, he was. In, yeah, I'm going to guarantee you he wasn't. All right. Well, I was there. All right. Well, all fair is in, is in love and war, and, and and a bad bad use of words. But at the same time, apparently, it was a big uh, part of that campaign back in the late '80s, right here in Watertown for city mayor. Well, uh, they were getting rid of Engine Five. All right. The only reason Engine Five was right across from the high school. In the main campus of the city school district, right, eighty-five percent of the population of the city of Watertown moved to that section of town hmm. at eight o'clock in the morning. Interesting. Well, I, by the way, is that but where the hardware the, store the, is now? The people that were hmm. the people that did the study, yeah, said you do not run from the outside of the city to the inside. Interesting. We weren't right. That station was across the street from the most heavily populated part of the city right every day right gotcha all right well listen i gotta go only because i'm running late but yeah, i'm glad we brought worry. back yesterday yes. my two cents i appreciate the fire it department. gracias thank you thank you very much and, and which is typical you're always going to defend your department that's for sure so someone wrote in texted me i read somewhere that they let prisoners out of venezuela prisons and sent them across the border I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, uh, Fidel Castro did that in 1980 when Carter was president. That's what Scarface is based on. It, it you know it, it saves a lot of money. Uh, Venezuela is broke for all practical purposes anyway. Ninety uh, percent of the people crossing the border are men between the ages of 18 and 25. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, the typical blue politician doesn't think of that. He or she just thinks that's another vote for me. 
and my support and my agenda. And then we got someone else saying here, it's not the firefighter salary, it's the quantity of firefighters. Okay, well, all right, yeah, got it. So uh, I, I can't play this, and I don't know if it's here. Well, I tell you what, let's do this. I'm gonna, I got to do a break anyway, so you know, you're listening to the Live at Five show uh, on a t- beautiful Tuesday, and we'll be back right after this. Cash and Leanne heard about Mattress Express's new promotion where you simply come in, come f- We have something for everyone. All right, we're back. Uh, about uh, 11 and a half minutes left in today's show. So let's see if this works. And by the way, thanks to Ken for fixing the connection. I no complaints over there on... Uh, on uh, Facebook, so that's good. So I just want to play this. Um, a, a jumping away from everything we've talked about today, uh, this this latest uh, story between uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. He's the tight end there for the Chiefs. Uh, popular, obviously, going to go to this. Uh, going to be a Hall of Famer. He's got two rings. Been the Pro Bowl many times. Good looking guy. Six foot five, two hundred and twenty pounds. Started taking a like. He sent a couple of notes by you know your people, meet my people, blah blah blah. Next thing you know. Uh, he's seeing uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, rather, is seen at his game in Kansas City the following week at New York. And uh, it seems like, wow, both, both games on a, a high-profile stage. Well, needless to say, every NFL game is, but especially the Chiefs. So now I, I saw this uh, today, and I wanted to share this with you. This is Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend, beautiful woman. Uh, her name is Maeve uh, Benberry. says she's... Uh, uh, Anyway, alleged Swifties have been aggressive towards her about a recent interview. See, this is how it went. You thought you were going to marry him? I did. Were you in love with him? I was. <laughs> he met my parents. I had a key to his penthouse. To me, that means that you're pretty serious. Did he cheat on you? Yes. The 31-year-old life coach says she learned about his indiscretions on social media. And now she says she's not sure if Kelsey's romance with Taylor Swift is for real. The only reason that I question the genuineness of the relationship is because he's talking to the media a lot. Maya says she's been getting death threats from Swifties who think she's trying to destroy the budding romance. How do Swifties react to you? Swifties are aggressive, very negative, very hypocritical. It's really crazy to me that someone that I think is you know, positive and really nice has such a negative and angry fan base. How do you feel about Taylor Swift? I don't know Taylor Swift, but I'm a fan of her music. You know, I don't feel any way about her dating Travis. It's cute. I mean, I had him first, so. You thought you were going to marry him. So there you have it. And what what really get? I mean, first of all, this is a beautiful woman. She appears to be biracial, and she loved him, met with the parents and all that. And again, that, that happens. I get it. The guy is a superstar, and he's not going to settle for one woman at this stage in his life. And quite frankly, I don't blame him. But the one thing that stood out in this particular, in this interview, rather, is when she says, He's talking to the media a lot. Therefore, this is probably not legit. And for that matter, if it's not legit, if it's just publicity for, and both benefit from this, these guys aren't going to get married. And even if they do, it's going to be a tumultuous breakup. One's richer than the other. And by the way, it's not him. But, but when she said that, that he's speaking to the media, and I, I, that must come from the heart because if there's one person that knows Travis Kelsey better than the average schmuck, it's this woman. She also says he's a narcissist. And why wouldn't he be? He is an athlete. He's the best in the game. He's got everything going for him. Plus, and his brother is in the NFL as well. I'd be a narcissist too. But an interesting thing about the dynamics of those who, who are giving her death threats. Now, I don't see him. She doesn't talk about him. But she's now, this interview and others make her a high-profile person. 
where this alleged community of, oh, all these, oh, we love uh, uh, Taylor Swift because of the message that she sends. Fulfillment, you know, a little bit of Christianity. She's got a little country in her. She's beautiful. She's, she's not twerking. She's not rapping. She writes her own music. All that stuff. And then the moment someone like this woman talks negatively about a part of her life, like this relationship with, with, with this Kelsey uh, guy, they, they attack her. Not all of them. There's millions of them. Not, millions of them didn't jump on it. But enough for this woman to say that it's the antithesis of what we see. Like, oh, everyone shows up with their mom and dad to show up and, and fill up the stadiums and hang out in the parking lot. Everything's a grand old time. Where in reality, it's don't screw with Swifties. This is their world, not yours. This is, this is, this is girl power. Don't screw it. And, of course, as we all know, girls' worst enemies are themselves. They, they, a pretty girl hates a prettier girl. And when you're part of a pack, when everyone's worshiping the same person, anyone who goes near that person, this has been going on for thousands of years. If anyone interferes with the queen, you're my enemy. It's so sad. It really is. Death threats? For making a comment about, oh, I used to go out with Travis Kelsey? Shut the hell up or I'll kill you? It's crazy. It really is. So I wanted to share that. Hi, you're in the air. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. SG, last night you were almost arrested. And you're saying <laughs> almost, oh, my God. You gave me a book about tyranny and a plant and something about my own ridiculous opinion. And you say, oh, my God. What's the matter with you? <laughs> No, I, I, your phone only rings like six times. And I know, up. I'm sorry, but I was making a freaking point. Talk about no, narcissism. Listen, listen, Holy listen, mackerel. Eight times and, I know, and, like, I know, I know. It's all about you. You in the queue, and then you have to, like, fight for it. Back. <sighs> it's like, it's, it's painful, man. It's painful. <sighs> uh, Lou, Louis is still the king. That was the greatest phone call I've ever heard. Yeah, he didn't talk about you. Actually, no, he did, he said, said he did talk about you. In a good light, sorry. <laughs> no, he, he said I shouldn't call people idiots, and it's like yeah. my grandparents. Jeff it, called it, me it, an idiot today. What are you talking about? Jeff Graham called me an idiot because I I lost one of his flyers around here. The place is a mess. I mean, my God, he eats here every every lunch hour, and he calls me an idiot. I'm just trying to keep the place clean. If someone's being an idiot, my my one grandfather was stupido, you know. Did you bring in the chia yeah. pet of Donald Trump too? Did, is that your gift? Yes, to, I did. Yeah, that's but a. It, but it had a tag I put on it. Inmate, inmate number P P zero one one or whatever. Uh, but he took it off. I, I made it so he could. All right, I'm going to take a picture of it right now, and send it to News Junkie. <laughs> yeah, next to his uh, re uh, reader glasses. There you go. And the sign. And, and here's the sign. I'm going to. I'm doing that too. A book about tyranny, and uh, read, and this placard. Just, just. Look what's going on in the world, and just yeah. Small. I, I gave it to Jeff a, few, a couple years ago, and he, I got it back. And he said, "I said, you read it." He said, "Oh, I, I, I browsed it." He's yeah, like, I glanced. I read the cover. Book. Yeah, yeah. Seven five five. It's like half I know, pages I, are half I, so what was your but, purpose? You had another reason for calling, though. And now let me ask the question: Are you in outs with Councilman Cliff only, and why? Because he's a liar. Ah. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> oh my God! You guys were like right? buddies. You went all over the. You went to the. You went here. You went there. The concerts. Yeah, I, I, double I dated with uh, Billy Graham. You guys were together. What happened here? What? Why are you? Why are you saying that? Well, I considered him one of my best friends, and from the time I was out west, I kept calling if the because I wanted to start fundraising when I got back, and I kept asking if the lookout site was secured because that's what we're trying to build. And he told me 
it was all summer long. He set up at Fourth of July with me, and even he go one time he goes, uh, "SG, tell him where it's going to go." It's like you know where it's going to go, and, and he said the lookout. But yeah. then when when it got brought up at the meeting, that's the first time I heard about a second spot, and they want to take the dog park spot. So that was yesterday. That was last night. Uh, well, that night was me going off on it. Okay, and, and then what they tried. Then what they tried to do, they tried to move the spot to uh, on the noisy side of the park, which is not as good for a dog park, and and uh, <laughs> tried to steal my my fundraising. Oh right, and you're going to sue the city. What, do you have an attorney to, to set you know do all the paperwork tomorrow? I, I, I didn't hire hire an attorney yet because I, I was hoping you know threats would work because they could lose. the Did you get any donations from the mayor? <laughs> no, I just got, I got defamation. I got defamation from Jeff Smith. I, I, he he defamed <laughs> me at a meeting, and I wrote a letter for him uh, to put up or shut up. Tell you know if you got something that. You All right, but okay, I'm running out of time. Whatever. So there was a part last night where SG literally tried to set up his own like Life magazine moment. Where you know uh, 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 Mayor Jeff Smith said, "Okay, you're going to have to be uh, Officer Borelli, whatever, or Burrell. <laughs> uh, please get uh, you know, please escort Mr. Gates out of the bill." And then you put your hands up like Frankenstein, looking to be handcuffed. Was that a yeah. moment that you wanted? You wanted that visual. You wanted to have handcuffs on you at that moment. Is that correct? I, I, you, want, you want to play the game? <laughs> Here we go. I mean, like. like you know, he interrupts anybody that isn't uh, uppity up in town. He will interrupt them. He'll give them three minutes. But you went on and on. But SG, well, you've no, been at the podium the only, many times. Only, look, look, look. The only reason I went on was because of the new attorney. Right. I didn't get to, She's I didn't fetching. Get to what I was mad about. <laughs> I was just trying to give her a, a, a background because when they got in the back room, they were going to ask her all kinds of questions. If she didn't have the information... You know, she, she doesn't know how to answer, but now that nobody knows except Cliff. And, you know, the best part of last night, other than SG trying to get arrested and then the whole thing between the council people going back and forth. And then I realized that, you know, it, it, the, the security guard that, or check that, the police officer that's, that, that escorted you out, he came back like, like 30 minutes, 20 minutes later. Was he down? Were you talking to him all the way down the staircase? And did that conversation continue for a while? Because he didn't come back for a while. Well, he had to call in reinforcements and then... Um, the SWAT team came. That, okay, and, you're, and you're, you're kidding. <laughs> no, no, how long did you talk to him? A, a few minutes. Oh, okay, uh, or was, maybe, maybe well, I, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was actually, he said, thank you so much for not making me, yeah. you know, and I thought I wasn't, I, oh, it's funny, I said, I'm, I, I thought, I wasn't giving any problems for, for real, and then the picture dropped out of my pile that was the picture of me with four cops around me at kite day. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, whoop, I busted. Yeah, well, well, that, that's like you know handing someone a PBA badge when you pulled over. Hey, look, I have friends in the police office. Look at me. I'm hanging around police officers. Right, right. All right, you're coming with no, me. No, no, it was, it was four cops around me. No, I know, I know, I know. All right, listen, I got, all right, so listen, uh, we'll talk more. You call too late. There's too many things to no, talk about. Well, Impossible. I was going to offer to come in, but you, you were in here already. What are you talking about? You were here already. No, I, I, I'm surprised no, you got gonna, past I, Jim Levin. No, I was going to extend the offer to you, but I no, I no, I no. One, one. No, no come listen, on. Listen, I, I thought I might need a rabies shot when I left. No, no, no. All right, I gotta go. All right, <laughs> all right, all right I gotta go. All right, that's SG. Holy mackerel! Oh, what a what a. It's only Tuesday. Hi, you're on the air. I, I turn. I listened to Jeff earlier. SG was on there. I turned it on. He's on your show. Yeah. I can't, I'm jumping off the building. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's it's a uh, big Steve. He hangs out. He hangs up. He never says goodbye. All right. So I tell you what. If 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 I mean, tomorrow is going to be Attorney Joe Stanley, I'm almost like I want to delay that because this is just too good. This is too good. 
But right now, I got to sign off on a Tuesday, beautiful Tuesday. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, we do this each and every day here on WATN uh, 1240. The Live 5 show is done. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com.